Well, welcome back, friends, and happy to have you here on this first program in 2021. And as I said earlier today, uh, to, to enter in, into this brand new year, uh, we have two of our favorite people as guests. And right now we want to bring to you our dear friend with his spe- senior spirituality segment, Deacon Anthony Seo. Deacon, welcome and happy new year. And happy new year to you and to all the listeners. I am so happy to be with you in this new year. It's great. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great year. I know I'm optimistic. I'm overly optimistic, <laughs> but I really believe that it's going to be a great year. Well, that's it's a good way to expend energy. You know, why be negative? <laughs> Let's be positive and hope for the best. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I agree with that 100%. Well, I know this is a special year uh, in many ways, of course, but Holy Father, uh, Pope Francis has asked us to dedicate this year to uh, St. Joseph, and I I believe that is your topic today. Yes. You know, it's it's really been um, in my mind, rattling around in my brain, since Pope Francis declared this the year of St. Joseph. It's his beautiful apostolic letter where he talked about St. Joseph. And the letter itself, I think, is amazing. And I just urge everyone to, to, to read this. It's a short letter. It's a short apostolic letter. Mm-hmm. It can be found on the Vatican website. And probably access to EWTN as well. It's just a beautiful letter. And in it, he just talks about the qualities of St. Joseph. Um, and, and the things that he mentioned are things that I think resonate with all of us. I know that I talk about senior spirituality, and maybe because as I get older, I start to look at some of these qualities of St. Joseph, and they really resonate with me more. So in this letter... Pope Francis tells us that St. Joseph is a beloved father, a tender father, an obedient father, tells us that he's an accepting father, and that's one that I think is really starting to, to, to kind of touch me more as, as I get older. Uh, he talks about him being a courageous father, a father who teaches value, dignity, and the joy of work and also a father who is in the shadows. And I think that, you know, you know we don't know a lot about St. Joseph. We don't, we don't hear very much about him. But the small amount that we do know just shows an individual who, whenever he needed to make a decision, he made a decision based upon where God was leading him, um, in terms of how he took in Mary, in terms of how he um, was such a good father, to Jesus and, and taught him the, what it really means to be a good person, a good man, and gives a good example to us. So I, as, I, as I read the apostolic letter, which also um, talks about in this year, there's also the opportunity for a plenary indulgence. But as I read the letter and continue to read the letter, it's, it's just striking me how important St. Joseph is in our lives and how if we are able to emulate him, we are really able to be the person that God created us to be. It's such a deep, rich letter. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. The, 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 one of the areas I mentioned that, that seems to be striking me, I guess, um, as I get older, is when he talks about being an accepting father. And I think that's important because what ends up happening in our lives is there are things that we don't have any control over. Anyway, we... we we can't control what happens to us. We can only control what we do about it. And to be an accepting person 
means that we have to have faith in our Lord, understand that the circumstances that are going to pose themselves to us are things that we need to be able to accept God's grace and God's love and be able to kind of handle what happens to us in, in a dignified way, in a way that leads, maybe leads others closer uh, to Christ as well. So I, I see that being important. I guess when I look at St. Joseph's life, I also begin to see how important he is as a character uh, rel- relative to the salvation history. Right? You know, all during, all during Advent, we heard great readings um, prophets, and from John the Baptist, and we heard all about those people who, were, who took a part in salvation history, who by their actions allowed the movement of Christ to move forward, they allowed the, um, the loving forgiveness and kindness of our Lord to move forward. So we see it, we see it in Mary, we see it in her yes, right? And we see it in St. Joseph, we see it in his yes, that part of life um, that brings us through salvation history. And I think that's a good meditation for us. As we begin this new year, as we start to look ahead, and we start to think about what are we going to do with our lives? How are we going to change our lives? How are we going to be the person that, that God is asking us to be? Um, how are we going to make straight that path, okay, mm-hmm. that, that we've continued to hear during life? Make straight, during Advent, make straight that path. We're going to be able to do it in this coming year. Doesn't mean you're not going to be... Um, hills and valleys and rocks that we need to get around and obstacles that we need to get past. But how do we handle all of those things with the heart of St. Joseph? And that's kind of a thought that really is ringing with me as we begin this new year. Well, you know, Deacon, as you say, and, and, and I've been a, a, great, uh, a great friend of St. Joseph and vice versa for uh, my life, but especially when I first became a father, and you know, I, I, I go to him even now as as a grandfather, and still as a father to my children. Um, but when you think about and meditate on the fact that in Scripture we don't hear and read one spoken word that Saint Joseph spoke, we know he spoke, but we don't read anything that he did speak. But yet we see he acted. He was a man of action and a man of true faithfulness to the Lord's uh, prompting and, and inspiration, without a word. And, and, that's, and that's exactly true. We're looking at his actions, and I think that in, in our lives, um, people respond to us by our actions as well. We can say a lot of words, but people look at what we do. We look at each other, and we look at the actions, uh, because actions do speak louder than words, and you're exactly right. With St. Joseph, the actions in his lives in his life, um, just show us the way to go. And while we might look at St. Joseph and say it's, it's a figure that you know men can relate to, and I think that's true, just as men can relate to the Blessed Mother, because we see her life uh, in such an important way, I think women can relate to St. Joseph as well, because to look to see what it is to be a loving, you know, what, what a loving father looks like, what a loving husband looks like, what a loving man looks like. So I think all of us are able to relate to St. Joseph in such an important way, as you said, because we see his actions, because we see the decisions that he made in his life. They're beautiful decisions. Um, there, there's something in, in the apostolic letter that I, I really want to share, too, because I think as a father, as a grandfather, as a husband, I look at this, and, I, and, and it really resonates a lot. When, um, when Pope Francis talks about 
St. Joseph being a father in the shadows. It's hard to understand maybe at first what he means, but what he's saying in there is that he um, introduced his child to the reality of life. We don't hold our children back. We don't want to be overprotective and possessive. We want to be able to teach them to be capable of deciding for themselves, enjoying the freedom and exploring, exploring new possibilities. So Joseph is traditionally called the most chaste father, not simply a sign of his affection, but the summation of his attitude that is the opposite of possessiveness. Okay? He, he taught our Lord, and he represents to us a person who um, was able to allow Jesus to become Jesus, to, um, to, to, to allow him to grow and to allow him to learn and to allow him to explore those vistas. And that's as parents, as father, we really need to be. Every child is a bearer of unique mysteries that can only be brought to light with the help of a father who respects the child's freedom. So the other lesson that we learn that's really hidden in the shadows is what it really means to be able to nurture a child, to be a good person, a good citizen, right? a good human being. Mm. Um, so so there's, there, there, there is so much depth in St. Joseph's life. And in the apostolic exhortation, or apostolic letter, rather, you know, Pope Francis asked us to pray to St. Joseph. There's a prayer in the letter. You know, pray, to say that prayer allow us ourselves to meditate on St. Joseph's life, so that through this coming year, we too can become more like him with those qualities and those traits that allow us to be such a wonderful human being to others. He certainly is um, a model for for men and women, as you say, and, and to help our children grow and uh, look to St. Joseph for guidance. You know, it's it's easy for us as parents to do for the children, to hover, if you will, and overprotect yes. them. Sometimes we have to just step back in the shadow and, and let them make a mistake and, and learn, you know, as, as long as their safety is not in at risk, you know, and, and it's it's difficult for us to do that. But I also think how timely this is, I, I'm sure it's no coincidence with the world in such chaotic upheaval that we need a good, solid leader man figure like St. Joseph to say, all right, you know, stop stop the merry-go-round and, and let's get back on the correct path of how to live. I think you nailed that exactly. The timing is perfect, and I think the Pope, in his wisdom, looked at this time and realized that this is a great time for us to be able to look at, at St. Joseph as a role model in society. Mm-hmm. So we don't get caught up in all the things that are all the things they're taking our, our, our focus away from right. uh, watching our Lord. One of the other things that I'm involved in is I, I'm, I'm, I helped to direct the Man Up uh, South Jersey Conference in the Diocese of Camden, and uh, we're beginning to plan uh, for, hopefully, God willing, for the conference in November of 21. But one of the first things that we did three years ago when we first formed as a committee, very first order of business that we did was to choose St. Joseph as the patron saint of our Man of South Jersey organization and to create a prayer so that we begin our every meeting, every any, anything that relates to our Man Up work, we begin with this particular prayer 
to St. Joseph, so that we're able to have him as our spiritual director, in a way, um, so that we, we can be guided by um, his, his manhood and, and, and the way that he looked at being a father and being a husband and, and, and being a human being. Uh, that he that he was. So there's I think there's so much and I think if we can look at a devotion to Saint Jesus to Saint Joseph in this year, I really do think that we can allow ourselves to just um, elevate above this this discourse and this this dissonance that we hear and see that distract us from finding our way to our Lord. I, I really do believe that, that that he's a great path to us being closer to Jesus this year. Mm, beautiful. And, uh, you know, I, in the litany of St. Joseph, of course, there's many, many uh, titles, but I, I love when uh, toward the end of the litany, it refers to St. Joseph as the terror of demons. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the demons yes. fear him. Mm-hmm. And this is how strong he is and how powerful yeah. he is. Uh, and, and we should go to him often, especially as it comes to protecting our, our home and our families. Uh, but even our country and our church, you know, he's the protector of the yes. universal church, and we need that now today, too. I think it's it's yes. been, he's been quiet, and he's been in the shadows, but uh, now is his time, and I think he's being brought forward right now for this time in history. He was saving I, himself. We need him now. <laughs> I, I could not agree with you more, and I, and I really do think that that's exactly what we're looking at, is the perfect time for him. Even though we hear all these wonderful things, he was... He was tender and loving and obedient and welcoming. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is he was all those things, but with power and with strength. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? The, the strength that we need to be able to look at as support for us uh, in the times that we're going through. A lot to look forward to, and I think that uh, I, I know that St. Joseph is going to be my companion my very close companion, as I go through this coming year. Okay. Well, a lot to look forward to, Deacon Anthony Seo, and we look forward to having you join us each month with all these wonderful words of wisdom and teachings that you bring us, and we can't thank you enough for all that you do for us here at Domestic Church Media. It is simply my pleasure. I am so happy to be with you. I'm so happy to be a part of it, and um, God bless all of you, and Happy New Year. May you be blessed in every way imaginable. And you too. God bless you. And friend, you. friend, you stay where you are. Going to come back with more. Don't go away.